Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Scott Simpson. I'm here with Taylor Morgan. We're filling in for Boyd, who's out for the day. And we are. We're working our way through the news of the day. Let's talk taxes, you know, Scott. So t- taxes are one of the topics that most Americans love to hate, right? And uh, for a lot of different reasons. You've got the left that likes to make this sort of class warfare. You've got uh, the right that tends to just be comp- just anti-tax, you know, get rid of it all, libertarian sort of tendencies. And it ends up being um, pretty complicated. And I think often people in the middle get lost. And one of the things that I think is interesting is, you know, the average income for a U.S. worker in the country is $68,000 of pre-tax income. And I I think people would be surprised. I, I know I am. Every time I try to do the the big calculation that $19,340 or 28.4% of that revenue just gets lopped off in the form of taxation. And Yikes. That, you know, does that surprise you? I mean, it, no, I, I mean, yes and no, right? Here's the thing. A lot of people don't know how much they pay in taxes. And, and Scott here, I'm going to put you on the spot as my co-host today here. You're wearing a suit in studio. You look like a fairly wealthy guy. You know, you probably make more than I do. I don't know. You can remind people what you do for a living here, not to put you too much on the spot. Do you know how much you pay in federal and state income taxes? Uh, Not particularly. And that's probably because you have a financial professional, a CPA, someone who helps you with that? I use software. I do it myself. Ah, And so I look at it, you know, but I look at it once a year, right? (laughs) I try not to look at mine. I I have the attention span of a gnat, so it's gone (laughs) by the time, you know, we get through that tax filing season. Right, right. Well, as you mentioned, workers in the United States generally face two major taxes on their income individual income tax and payroll tax, right? And these taxes are levied on both the employee and on the employer. So like you pointed out, slightly, uh, we're looking about uh, 28.4%, right? I think is what you said. And the average pre-tax income is about $19,340, right? Um, Well, slightly more than half of the payroll tax burden is paid by employers, but workers ultimately bear this burden through lower take-home pay, right? So there's so many different ways to look at taxes. But in the end, to be really simple with it, uh, the government just takes way too much of our money, right? No doubt about it. Um, you know, things cost money. There's there's no question. But I do think the when, when government extracts our resources to fund whatever programs and, and systems that it manages, there's something about – um, the process being so cloaked in process that you don't really get a sense of of uh, what you're paying. That's you know, right. People, and there, I mean, we pay taxes almost for everything everywhere we go. Right. right. A lot of people right now are aware suddenly of the federal and state gas taxes. Sure. The federal gas tax is thirty two cents per gallon. The state tax here in Utah is about eighteen cents per gallon. Well, a lot of people, at least in my experience, my circle, my family, my friends, professional associations, a lot of people weren't aware of how much they were paying in taxes per gallon of gas before the recent increase in gas prices, right? And then when you realize that 50 cents per gallon is in taxes, 
people suddenly really start to care about that, which is why we recently saw President Biden come out uh, and, uh, you know, call on Congress to uh, institute a federal gas tax holiday. Right. So all of these things are becoming more apparent. Americans are tuning in to every way and amount in which they're paying taxes. And uh, so can we go down the rabbit hole of the tax holiday? I think that works out to like $3 for the average tank of gas. And I look, I think it's a and, and this is just my personal opinion, but you know, we're talking politics, so we can maybe throw in some of our opinions here, Scott. Right. That, to me, is political. Uh, it's a political attempt to manage failing approval ratings, right? The, Congress is not going to vote in favor of that gas tax. I think it's short-sighted. I do not think that that would be a responsible decision right now, especially when we have an infrastructure bill, right? We're spending trillions of dollars on new infrastructure, uh, I know here in Utah, our 18 cent per gallon gas tax is vital to funding our infrastructure needs, especially because constitutionally here in Utah, our income tax dollars all have to go to education and related expenses. So without the state gas tax, we, our legislature would be crippled in their ability to fund infrastructure, and Utah is growing and needs roads. Well, I don't even think the Democrats in D.C., the Capitol Hill Democrats in D.C., are taking that proposal seriously. No, no, they're not. It, it's, it, I mean, it adds to the deficit, which is already a huge problem in growing, right? If, if we're not collecting revenue but still paying for infrastructure, we're adding to the deficit. And if it, the, uh, I just it's staggering to me that the president pushed that and continues to push it and his press secretary continues to defend it. It's it's a political talking point, right? They're they're trying to say and itemize something that President Biden is doing on gas prices because the high gas prices are killing his approval ratings. Okay, so it's not going to work. We know that. No. Well, not only would it not work, but it would never go into effect in part because it wouldn't work, right? So this is this is my point, I guess. Is it, he's he's had um, kind of miss after miss after miss, right? Just of solutions reacting to economic conditions or to foreign policy conditions, yeah. or even legislative conditions, and it's it it's been miss after miss after miss. I I just wonder if if the Democrats. If the top of the ticket, the president, the guy that's supposed to be bringing the brand along in this midterm, is is taking on a failing issue like this, what does it mean for the election cycle coming up? Well, let's let's hearken back to uh, the year I was born, Scott, nineteen seventy nine. Okay, we had. Re- I I think I'm just maybe a couple the- years younger than you. I don't know. Ten. Really? Ten years. You were born in 69. Yeah. You don't seem that old. Brian Adams. You have a baby face. It's true. Folks, we're on radio. Scott, I have a face for radio. Scott Simpson should be on TV because he's a very handsome man and he looks 20 years younger than he is. That's not true, but it's also – there's this fundamental truth that a a constantly inflating balloon never (laughs) never wrinkles. That's what that – that's oh, what that means. Good to know. Well, I have a future to be to look forward to. Okay, but let's so, get back to taxes. Let's get back to your question about President Biden. Look, in 1979, Jimmy Carter faced uh, a similar situation, right? Yeah. Supply chain issues, right. uh, staggering inflation, uh, the increase in fuel prices due to Middle East turmoil at the time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, again, I was just born, but this has to remind a lot of people about what it felt like to live in 1979 and what happened to Jimmy Carter 
He lost re-election to Ronald Reagan, and his loss and the economic circumstances at the time ushered in 40 years of conservative dominance in American politics. Yeah, well, his base will not allow him to be realistic about stuff. This is a supply issue, right? It, inflation in general is a supply side issue. We've got right. we've got uh, transport uh, issues that are that have caused supply chain crunches all across the country, but even energy pricing, all of these things are su- there it's yeah, supply yeah. side. Well, did you see what California Governor Gavin Newsom is going to do now in response to inflation? Yeah. Up to 23 million Californians even those making up to half a million dollars are going to get a check in the mail, an inflation check relief in the mail from Governor Gavin Newsom. I'll tell you what, more cheap money in the economy is not the way to solve the problem of inflation. But stay with us here on Inside Sources because coming up next, we're going to talk about the assassination of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, a very important conversation, breaking news. Please stay with us.